Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. Hey, what's up, y'all? T-Bob here reminding you that you can come hang out with me and Aaron Murray live on AMP Monday through Thursday. AMP is a new live radio app. You just download it from the Apple Store. You can actually call in, text in, chat with us directly during the show. It's a ton of fun. We're at Snaps, right? Snaps, your favorite college football podcast at Snaps Monday through Thursday, 1 Eastern, New Central, on AMP. Download it and come hang out with us today. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to a vacation edition of Snaps. I don't know what day it is. Um, I'm out here in California. It's it's beautiful, wonderful. Out here visiting family. Uh, look, these vacation episodes we're going to do with some quick hitters. Get in, get out. I know I can be very verbose, so uh, you're probably doubting me. I'm kind of doubting myself, but we'll see. Um, either way, I'm in California. Aaron, where are you right now? You have a beautiful green vista behind you. Yeah. First off, it is Monday. Getting in, getting in, and getting out is kind of T Bob's specialty. So this is going to be perfect sure. for the show week. Uh, and then three, I'm down in St. Simon's area in South Georgia, right on the beach, right there behind me. So, oh. hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Hope everyone did enjoy some sort of vacation uh, before the football season starts. It is going to be August tomorrow. So we are we are in football month officially. Wow. I was going to say, isn't the Hall of Fame game like Thursday or something? Does the NFL preseason start? Like, we are uh, incredibly, incredibly close to, yeah, yeah. I I can't wait. So, so lock in because once this trade starts, it ain't going to stop. And snaps is going to be going hard all football season. Today, though, calm before the storm. We do got a few interesting stories. Uh, Hugh Freeze continues to be on an absolute heater right now on the recruiting trail, winning both. 
functionally and symbolically. I'll kind of explain what I mean by that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look at Michigan and Notre Dame. There's been some debate popping up in the college football ether as to whether or not these guys have a championship ceiling on them. And then uh, we don't talk a ton of John Reeves here, so I'm not sure how familiar our listeners are with him, but that's the giant Miami booster who's kind of been at the, um, you know, at the core of the, of the rise. And I'm using air quotes here of Miami recently. And John Reeves could be in big trouble potentially. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to it all today. First, Aaron, Auburn getting two massive recruits over the weekend, flipping two recruits. And again, the symbolic win comes in who they flipped him from. And then the functional win comes in that they're very good five-star players. Uh, Auburn flips yeah. a five-star wide receiver, Perry Thompson from Alabama. He's the number eight wide receiver. And I'm just going by 247 composite stuff, right? He's number eight wide receiver in the country, number four player in the state. And then they flip a five-star linebacker, Demarcus Riddick from Georgia, who's 26th in the country and um, like number three linebacker. But the point is here, when you think about how you have to have success at Auburn, we talked about why Auburn's going to be so tough to win at. The reason is, is because you have to match up with Georgia and Alabama this year. So getting even a win like this, I'm, you know, I, I'm loving watching the Bama melt. Like all the fan sites are freaking out, like not a big deal. We're still going to whip Auburn's ass. But getting a win like this is kind of how uh, th- these are the steps you have to take to build the foundation to compete on the football field with those two programs year in and year out. Well, it's not. Yeah, what well, I'm glad you ended like that year in and year out because that's the biggest thing for Auburn. It's it's when things do change, no matter what it's going to be. I don't care if it's going to be two rivals or three rivals. When when it's all said and done, if it's eight games or nine game schedule, when it's the brand new SEC starting next year, it, the biggest thing is Auburn's still going to have to face Alabama and Georgia, no matter what. Two, three, you will face two of the big dogs in the country, not just the SEC but in the country year in and year out. So this is like you alluded to, T-Bob, this is a symbolic win for for them, for their fan bases to, to, to kind of sit back and say, hey, maybe we did get the right guy. Maybe we did get a guy that's not afraid to obviously go against the saving two and three record against against the Crimson I'm Tide shocked. during his time there at Ole Miss. Gotta stay flexible. Gotta stay flexible on vacation. Um, so obviously he has the resume versus Nick Saban. So we know he's not afraid of competing against the best of the best of the best and being able to go in there and steal a recruit right from Kirby, who is right now the premier guy when it comes to recruiting in the country tells me a couple things. One, Hugh Freeze is a hell of a recruiter and we, we, we've known that is one of his specialties Two, Auburn has a war chest when it comes to NIL and NIL opportunities. I mean, that, that's part of the game now, too. And I think the fans realize mm-hmm. that you, know, you kind of make fun of it every now and then. But Auburn fans are fanatic. They yeah. love they love Auburn. I mean, they sold out their season tickets, and it's going to be a team that's going to be fighting for eight wins this year. But that's how dedicated that fan base is to their football yeah. team and how much they want to see that football team succeed. So you got a great campus. you got a coach that, that, that can fight – can fight the big boys on the recruiting on the recruiting can fight them on the field and you got a fan base that is willing to spend money to make sure that all happens as well when it comes to that, that once again that war chest i alluded to so this is a massive week for auburn and right now you're feeling better and better about them not even having success this year but obviously success two three four years down the line yeah i mean look hugh freeze is auburn's eli jimstone 
Um, that is from the HBO show Righteous Gemstones, which kind of parodies televangelists. But like that is the belief, like the same belief that I see in the little old woman who's watching Jimmy Swaggered on television and decides, although she doesn't have that much disposable income, that the best thing that she could do would be to donate to this mega preacher so he can get his private jet. Like that same sort of belief is the belief that I see in this Auburn fan base. And it's one of the reasons why they're so powerful. They have faith and yeah. faith can be unshakable. But uh, I think, look, when it comes to recruiting, you know me, I'm, I'm, my golden rule is like, I don't care about the micro, right? But the macro does matter. So I don't actually care that much about Perry Thompson or Marcus Riddick. They'll probably be awesome, right? But they can go boom or bust, whatever. I mean, sure, getting a five-star wide receiver is massive for Auburn, especially because it's like a hard sell right now, I would say. Yeah. But what is interesting, if you look at the 247 composite rankings right now, at first glance, you say, okay, 2024, Auburn 17. All right, that's, you know, that's all right. But when you look a little closer, they're 17th in the country with just 14 commits. Like Miami's one spot ahead of him, they got 18 players committed. Stanford's uh, one spot behind him, they got 28 players committed. The point is the quality of the Auburn commit is very high in this 2024 class. Yeah. And as they continue to fill it out, they could rise to top five in the country. In fact, if you look at Alabama right now, Aaron, Alabama also 14 commits. Ranked just three yeah. spots ahead, but how about this? Alabama has three out of these four decommits. Alabama has three three stars. Auburn has two. Alabama has nine four stars. Auburn has ten four stars. Alabama has two five stars. Auburn has two five stars. So already, somehow, yeah. Hugh Freeze with 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 no actual on the field Auburn experience to pull from is putting together a 2024 class that is tracking at the exact same level. As Nick Saban. And if you're an Auburn well, fan, um, there's no way not that to be excited about that. Like, that should excite you. No. Well, and I, and, and, and I don't want to poo-poo on this season, too. I mean, this is a season that Auburn can't have success. I mean, it, they are one of the, what, 17 teams with with kind of that, that over 50% blue chip ratio on their roster right now. So there's there's, yeah. there's talent on the roster. And I think a big, a big reason for that is what he did this offseason. I mean, he came in there. You know, not to the extreme of obviously what Dion did at Colorado, but the, the roster didn't need a complete changeover like like what needed to happen over there for 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 that team. But he came in there and said, "We need to get better at, at X amount of positions," and they went out there and did it. I mean, they were top three or top four when it comes to the transfer portal this offseason. And and you talk to a lot of people that are very very familiar and intimate with that 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 football team and kind of knows the ins and outs. You know, they they kind of laid out like he's improved over 50% of the positions from where they were last year. So this will be a better yep. football team this year than they were last year. This is going to be a better football team, obviously, next year as he continues to excel in the recruiting, as he continues to 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 use the transfer portal to build this team to being more competitive. Um, I'm sold on it, man. You know, I, I, was, I was a little bit torn, you know, when the whole thing came out of, of you know, Who's Auburn going to get? Who's the best person? Obviously, my one was Lane Kiffin. I still think Lane would have had success there. Mm, I think Auburn's a great like job a because of, of his – it does now. I yeah. think Dion could have had a lot of success there too. I still think Dion would have been a good answer. But but why is Hugh having success and why will Hugh Freeze have success? I think, I think people know – I think the most important thing is people know that he can beat Saban. 
I think that's I mean, one. That's, yeah, I think that I think hurt. that's one. I, I would have to, but I think I think fans now have seen he's beat him on the field and he's beat him in recruiting. We got our guy. I mean, he, I think after this past week, he's got the the full approval from the entire fan base. Is we made the right decision. Maybe maybe it is a good thing that we didn't get Lane Kiffin. Maybe it is a good thing that we didn't end up you know pursuing Dion you know as as hard as maybe we could have. He was a, the guy, and we have him now here, and he's kicking ass. and And I think he's going to do. I think he's going to do wonders, man. I think he has a chance to have a great year. I remain amazed at how after getting the fit as wrong as you pretty much possibly could have in Brian Harson, they got the fit yeah. as right as you possibly could have this time around. Like that would that mm-hmm. is a massively well done course correction. Uh but okay, real quick to put a bow on this. Year one expectation though. Um I think at their peak, they're the fourth best team in the West. You think they can climb any higher than that. I I no I, I don't I, I, still I don't think they climb higher than Alabama that. and then A and M uh, as my top three. yes yeah and then then obviously you still got Ole Miss who you know I'm 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 infatuated with this season I think Ole Miss is going to be a really tough team to contend with I think if you could get to that four spot I think Auburn fans should have a damn parade if you could be yeah. number fourteen in SEC West like that 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 just shows you how far you've come from a regime and, and Brian Harson which was an absolute bust to transforming the roster in year one and then being in a an extremely competitive SEC West this year. I mean, you and I broke it out the other day on our show of, you know, there's two tiers. It's LSU and Alabama in tier one. And then everyone else is kind of clumped in tier two of yeah. like anyone could beat anyone on a given day. Uh, A&M is obviously the closest to maybe jumping into that tier one because they beat LSU last year, close to being Alabama. They beat Alabama the previous year. So that's why we kind of give them that number three spot. But – yeah, Auburn. Auburn. If they if they did get to three, man, you may be talking about giving Hugh Freeze a contract extension after year one. But I think reasonable expectations for this football team this year. If if, if you could get to seven and five, I think that's a great year. I think eight wins would be a hell of a season. If you're eight and four, going for possibly nine with a bowl game, I think that to me that's a, a sign of Auburn's here to contend to be maybe one oh. of the fourteen or twelve teams, excuse me, in the playoffs come year two. I mean that that doesn't. I feel you. That would be like a incredible. That, that's a great work by Hugh. But that doesn't feel that crazy. Like Hugh Freeze no. finding a way to win four SEC games. Like certainly, I don't think he'll go worse than three and five. But we'll see. I'll be. I mean, look what he. It's. I'm. I'm. I am very intrigued to see what he can get out of Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford. Just just a yep. quarterback position in general. Can he squeeze blood from those stones? Uh, we know that's kind of his. It's kind of his calling card is getting great offensive, great quarterback play. So uh, we'll see. But either way, take a bow, Hugh Freeze, because there's I know the the Bama yeah. people are going to try to spin this against Auburn, but there's no way uh, that you can view this that was not an exciting week what? for the Plainsmen. I, I I'll I'll, I'll kind of conclude it with this too, T. When you look at the future of both programs right now, you know Nick Saban's what seventy two years old this year. I think he's going to be around there. There is that he's he's on his last hurrah. He's 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 coming to the end of his career. You know what makes Georgia fans so excited? Obviously, you've won back to back national championships, so obviously you're, you're you're riding that high right now. But knowing the fact that Kirby's forty eight years old, um, and I don't I don't have it in front of me right now. I should have done this ahead of time. This just kind of popped up. But Hugh's not that old, no. so you have a guy 
who has already had success in this league. You have a guy that's now recruiting at the same clip as Alabama, uh, a guy that is, is, is stealing players from the University of Georgia as well, and is still a young cat. 53. Is, 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 is 53 years old, so has a lot of juice left. So when we talk about the trajectory of both programs right now, where Alabama's heading and where Auburn's heading, obviously Alabama's here, man. Alabama's here, and, and this year you may see a little bit of a dip down, but it's, it, it, it's, it's as high as it's going to go. It's not going anywhere. I think Auburn right now in, in the trajectory of, of having a coach like Hugh Freeze, who's already winning massively, his age, the buy-in from the fan base, I would feel better about being an Auburn fan over the next seven, eight years than I would be an Alabama fan. Say the take, Aaron. <laughs> okay. Do it. I think Auburn in the next five years has just as good of a chance to win a national championship as Alabama. <laughs> just as good of a chance. <laughs> I am, I am, I am, you, you know coward. how I feel, you know how you I feel. You coward, you're like Frodo when he got all the way to the, he gets all the way in Mountain Doom, he's looking, he has the ring in his hand, and he's like <laughs> throwing in, and he just can't <sighs> do it, and then Gollum has to come bite his finger off. No, the take is that Auburn will win a national championship before Alabama will, okay? And that I, sounds torn, crazy, that I sounds know. crazy, unless you believe that the Nick Saban era is officially crumbling. I and, and, and look, I don't know. I don't I I don't believe that. Like I, I don't believe that. I still think Alabama will go, but but what is <sighs> wild is if you really stop and think critically about it, that's actually not that crazy. Like there's way more credence to it than I would have originally thought, especially if this year Alabama goes out and kind of looks pedestrian again. But yes, that is well, a what happened, what happened, what happened, what happened, what happened? before Nick Saban will. What, what happens this year if 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 Alabama goes? I mean, all hell breaks loose, and I, I, I J Lab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. J Lab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics: UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products, 
that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know, I think 10 is, I think 10 is the ceiling for Alabama. I think, I think at best this season, Alabama is a 10 and two football team. I think, I think nine and three is, is, is in the cards for them. Alabama's nine and three and Hugh Freeze is eight and four in his first year with the way that he's recruiting. I mean, how much is that going to shake up the state of Alabama? That that would be crazy, but I I find that I find that hard to believe. I don't know if Alabama's going to lose three games, dude. I'm not there, but that would be wild. Mm. That would be wild. Um, and so, they're more Alabama is more likely to go nine and three than they are eleven and one. I don't even know if I if my brain on this Monday can like handle that sort of hypothetical. Uh, maybe I, I, no, uh, no, I don't yes. think so, actually. Yes. I don't yes. think I agree. Yes. Um, all right, all right, let's I move on. Too much Auburn, Alabama talk. Um, all right, next on today's docket, there's been some conversation about teams with, um, championship ceilings, right? Teams who at their max can actually win a national championship. And, uh, well, so the, it, what's what's interesting is not necessarily the teams on the list, but the teams left off the list. And a couple of big ones were Michigan and Notre Dame. And so the question is, uh, do you think Michigan and Notre Dame in the modern era of college football, Aaron, are they capable of winning an Natty? I think Michigan is. I do. I think I think if, if, if at the end of the day, Michigan's a team that you know has been to the playoffs back to back seasons. Michigan's a team that's probably going to get back to the playoffs this year, going to have the best team they've had in the past three years. So if there was a year to kind of get finally get through that first round game and get to a national championship, they're right there. So a team that is, is, is getting to the top, getting close to the top of the mound, you know, not obviously getting over that hurdle has the best chance this year to do that. I'm like, okay, I, hardball has that team in a really good spot. Um, obviously the, the first thing first is, is can you win your conference? Obviously Notre Dame doesn't have to win a conference, but you know, we'll see what happens with the, the renegotiation with NBC and the TV contract for next season. But right now Michigan looks to have a complete hold on the big 10. Yeah. Um, so they're always going to have an opportunity to, to be in the conversation. I don't know Notre Dame for a couple reasons. One, I don't think that the, the brand really moves a needle for kids nowadays. I mean, this isn't the seventies and eighties and nineties, like the, 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 the Notre Dame, the golden helmets. Um, to me, that doesn't excite me as a recruit. 
Uh, not saying that they're not recruiting well. I love Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman's a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a recruiter, and they are recruiting well. I'm just saying it's never going to be to 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 the elite level that you are getting the elite talent that you need to compete for a national championship. So that's that's the one issue for me with Notre Dame. So, and that's the biggest reason. If you don't have the players and you're not able to get the players because of certain factors, mostly academic, you're not yeah. going to be able to 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 be on the same field as Georgia and Alabama and LSU and Michigan and Ohio I mean, State. So. I would say Michigan, yes. Notre Dame, a playoff team, yeah. They'll be they'll be getting in the playoffs two every three years, competing for a championship. They'll never have the talent, just like Brian Kelly. He kind of got there, but always got knocked down every time. You're never going to have the same kind of talent. Yeah, I think. Look, I'm I'm, I'm in complete agreement. I would say um, the problems. I, I, I think that Notre Dame actually, when they have the right coach like Kelly, and I think Freeman has potential to be this as well. Um, but we got to remember, like Notre Dame's a hard job. Uh, how many coaches had failed horribly there? Uh, I mean, there was willing. Like, they, the, he, he, here's what I'm getting at. I think under Kelly, and I think this can happen under Freeman. Notre Dame actually did an incredible job of maximizing what they could be because Notre Dame has two very distinct. Yeah disadvantages one is geography uh indiana is just yeah. not a state that produces mm-hmm. a ton of um in-state talent right it, it's one thing that brian kelly always talks about as when he was in notre dame recruiting consisted of flying private jets everywhere at lsu he just gets in the car and drives right so like already you're having to overcome geography and and, and they're doing that but it does cap you yeah. right and then the second thing is academics um it's so rigorous and it's such a high standard that quite simply you are going to lose uh, people out of your talent pool because they don't meet that academic standard. Again, Notre Dame is doing really objectively fantastic in overcoming oh, yeah. those two hurdles, but it does cap you. Michigan doesn't have that. The geography strong. It's a giant state with a ton of players next door to another giant state with a ton of players. Um, the, 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 I, I, I would say mm, now this I'm, I'm kind of guessing on, um, because I have been in South Bend, but it was like for a football game as a kid, I would say Ann Arbor is probably more fun than South Bend. Maybe Notre Dame fans are going to yeah, get mad Ann, about Ann that. Albert's awesome. And Ann Albert's what I'm saying. A, a hell of a town. Yeah, yeah. So you have the recruiting. I think geography, finances. The- I think the finances too. I think that. I mean, why did Brian Kelly leave? Because he wasn't getting everything he needed. I think to, that to me in this, also in this age too, you know, you you need, you still need elite, re, you know, facilities, uh, and I think that does play a role. Like we can talk all we want. Like all these kids care about get, is getting paid. They also want to go see all the glitz and gam. They want to see the, the the giant weight room, the giant giant indoor, the the hyperbaric chambers, the the hundred foot long hot tubs and cold tubs. Like all that still is a selling point for for kids who want to you know truly get to the next level. And Brian Kelly was not given those resources. We'll see if Marcus Freeman can can kind of start to close the gap from where what they have to what the big boys have at the Michigan's, Ohio State's, Alabama's, and the Georgias of the world, but. That that is a hurdle um, for them. Of of are you giving Marcus Freeman the resources to legitimately compete for these kids that are academically able to qualify to come to Notre Dame? Obviously, Michigan's able to do that. So so in the end, um, yeah, we think Michigan capable Notre Dame. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're going to have to prove it. Um, but but again, 
I'm not trying to be backhanded here. I I'm I'm I, I sincerely mean this. I think Notre Dame in but the question is, but, but, Freeman have done fantastic overcoming these things. Right. No, they've done an incredible job. But can Michigan win? I think that's the, the first the question yeah, you brought up. Yeah. Like, can I, either I'm team not worried win? about that. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. You put the right. Are you now, worried? Are you worried? Are you worried if Harbaugh leaves though? Is Harbaugh the glue that is 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 the reason why Michigan is back to where they are now? If Harbaugh gets a job, which I don't think he will, I think I think if he would have gotten, if he would have been, if there was a time to get one and get an offer from the NFL, Harbaugh would have already gotten that offer. What he's done the past two years at Michigan, and you, you kind of get the feeling that he would have taken a job if if it was available. It seems like the NFL has moved on from Harbaugh. But it, say he has, say he wins, say he wins a natty this year. Yeah. Say that they do win a natty, and NFL team comes knocking at the door, and he's like, "Okay, here's my chance to jump back in. I don't know if I'm going to get this chance once again. I've won my national championship, which I guess kind of goes against our conversation because then they would have won the natty. Say they just get to the playoffs for a third straight year. <laughs> let's, just, let's go back, rewind it, rewind. Michigan gets to the national championship. Does it win the national championship? That that's a little bit better. Jim Harbaugh what gets an offer from the NFL. I don't know what you're. Just let me about. finish it. Let me just finish it. The the what I'm trying to get to here. Damn it, T. Bob. I'm enjoying. If Harbaugh leaves, does Michigan take a massive drop back the following season and going forward? That's all I'm asking. No, 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 no. Okay, no, I don't think so because of everything we just talked about. Like, if you have the right guy. Look, even the even the wildlife is laughing at that setup that you just did. If you have if you have the right guy, Michigan has the potential to win championships. It's just about hiring the right coach. So so I feel you. Don't don't mute yourself. It's good. We're adding a little vacation okay. vibes. To I'm trying I'm trying to take off these damn crickets. You no, know, there's a house being built dude, next door. Just, I was just laughing at watching your brain slowly <laughs> bleed out of your ears as you realize. I'm like I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like after I realized, like I answered the question about a national championship. <laughs> <laughs> they can't win a national championship to be a part of the conversation. So there we go. Fantastic. Uh, yes, I think Michigan. Uh, All right. Um, last here thing here, real quick. Trouble in South Beach. Uh, so for those that don't know, the recent kind of rise of Miami athletics, a lot of it was funded uh, by mega donor John Ruiz, right? And this is somebody who created a company uh, that, that Lady Jane's named Life Wallet. And Aaron, essentially what this company does is, let's say uh, you get in an accident and your health insurance pays for everything or whatever. Well, they argue that, oh, your car insurance company should have actually paid for this. And then they try to win that battle and if they win that battle, the car insurance company has to pay that money and then they split the money between themselves and the health insurance cover that a company that shouldn't have had to pay in the first place. It's all very greasy. I hate it. It adds nothing to society. It's just people finding a niche way to create money out of nothing. Um, but the point is, it's it's unlike a lot of other schools, like a lot of Miami has been self-funded by Ruiz. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, he has been the main driving force. And now uh, it looks like he could be in trouble, man. All kinds of just crazy yeah. lawsuits, bad revenue, stock crashing. The SEC is coming after him. And not the, not the Southeastern Conference. 
the Securities and Exchange Commission. And then I read this, and this was shocking to me. I don't know how. Like, okay, because even at my our small little radio company in Baton Rouge, guarantee, you know, we have like projected budgets and, and we have meetings quarterly about, you know, are we over our projected budget? Are we under our projected budget? And, and some years we're over and it's great. Some years we're a little under, but it's like a little bit, right? Um, Life Wallet had a projected revenue for 2022. The company said this is what we're going to earn in 22 of 992 million. 992 million was a projected revenue. The newly filed annual report showed that LifeWallet took in 23 million. 23 992 to 23. That is that is bad to the point of malfeasance. Like that is inaccurate to the point of oh wait, this is a scam sort of feel. So look, I'm not gonna pretend like I understand all the litigation or the entities and the ends out, but the bottom line is that Miami's main booster, John Reeves, appears to be a massive trouble, like the money may drop. And quite frankly, mm. Miami's just not that cool. The stadium sucks. No, no one goes to the game. Anybody who, like- does, Well, the no, stadium no, doesn't suck. Does. No one just goes to the game. No one goes to the game. Like, the it's the like stadium's pretty fuck. sweet. It's like, uh, I get it, it's hot as fuck, but yeah, it's, the like sta- it's a nice stadium. It's like campus, isn't it? Okay, but the the, 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 the the it's a nice stadium. It's just too fucking far away from the the, the campus. That's that's okay. The issue. Well, well, um, and I don't know if you can put a, a campus sucks. in. Yes, the location of the same does suck. Um, either way, Aaron, the youth doesn't care about Miami. They don't know about the U. Like, what does the youth care about? Does youth care, does the youth care more about Notre Dame, or does the youth care more about Miami? Which, which, Notre Dame has which a brand? Way, do Notre you? Dame has a do you? I don't God, know. It's just so maybe that's hard. My, maybe that's it's so hard for me because Miami was so, maybe it's because I'm from Florida, so this doesn't help. True. It doesn't also help the fact that my 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 family is from Miami, my mom's side. But I just growing up, the U was so damn big, man. Like the amount of recruits that just love to flip this up on every time they had an opportunity during recruit. Like it was it was a thing. Um, you wanted to go Miami. You wanted to get an offer for Miami, and all of a sudden, like. It just it just disappeared and it's been able to really come back and it you know Mark Rick had one good year, but um, I don't know. I, do you think if they did it, like, it's kind of like the UCLA thing? You know, it, it's a, it's an incredible stadium. The Rose Bowl is an incredible stadium. Uh, beautiful, beautiful surroundings. I mean, it's majestic. But obviously, kids don't want to go. And 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 I know it's similar. It's a similar situation. Miami and LA. There's too many other damn things to do than have to drive an hour to a football game. Yeah. I can go to the beach. I can go to Rodeo. I can go to South, you know, I can go have fun, whatever it is. If, if, if both schools did move and you said, I did, I've been talking to new highs. It does have an area where you could put a stadium at least closer. If you did put a stadium closer, is that the, is that the only issue? Like, no, if you move Miami stadium on campus and made it sexy and made it fun and sold it out, is that the only missing piece to make Miami relevant again? Or is it just no one wants to go down to Miami? Because it's hard no, for me no, to no. believe a kid in this era, a kid in this day and age wouldn't want to play football in Los Angeles or Miami and that you couldn't be able to turn it around. Okay. So no, I think ultimately winning is all that really matters. Like the stadium is just uh it's it's a if, if they were badass, people would still pack it up. Like the the problem is if you're not winning consistently enough, they're not gonna they're they'll never be like you said. UCLA was winning last year. There was a packing out. UCLA eh, was Miami's, Miami's UCLA had good years. They've had much. good years over the past 
they've had good years of the past decade, and they still haven't packed it out. They've had all right years. They've never had, like you said, Rick had one. They've never had consistent year in and year out success. If they won enough, people would come back. Like winning remains the cure all to anything in college sports. Um, but like you said, like why do people? Why even though Nebraska struggled for a decade, do they still sell it every game? Because it's the best ticket in town. It's a thing to do. It's Nothing what everybody's obsessed with. Exactly. Not the case at Miami. Not the case at UCLA. So you have to win at an extra normal rate if you want people to invest their time and money in coming to hang out there. And in terms what does of it take, Miami, what does it take? Yeah, I, yeah. What, what does it take? What does it take? Two two years. No, if if my making if if, if, if more got to win an ACC championship. Right there, win ACC championship. They're not going to show up for less. You think my Miami fans who grew up in Miami? Don't I'm not. Care I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about fans. Three. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about high school kids wanting to say that that I I am excited about Miami. I'm excited about the U. And you talk about consistency. If if Mario can get them to a point where they win back to back, even ten win seasons. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I, I think mean, it's. A, I think it's enough to get. I, I think it's enough to get kids excited about going to Miami. I think there is a laurel to 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 being in a major city, playing college football. So I do think the Miami, the city, and Los Angeles city part of this are interesting because that yeah. is super tight as long as the NIL money doesn't dry up. Like, yeah, it would yeah. be incredible to live there, but even then, it's kind of crazy to think about because what's a hundred k. Again, in Norman, Oklahoma, gonna do versus 100K in Miami. You get pretty sideways yeah. in Norman. Then that might be a couple drinks in Miami. So it's like it's it's tough, man. Like if you're making big, big money, you're probably loving South Beach. But it's really hard to you, get that I'll money. I don't know how sustainable it is. Kids today, this isn't. This is not. Yes. I'm not going to an old man yeah. right here. Yeah. I'm not. Show I'm me your not going to an old man right. Show me that. I am not boy. going to an old man. Don't start. Don't start with it. There is now more than ever because of social media, because of brands, (laughs) an excitement to be in a city like Los Angeles and excitement to be in a city like Miami. Okay. Okay. Um, But but, 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 the cost of living eats them alive. if, 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 If Miami is having success, there are major brands, regardless of what's going on with, with the, the, the massive donor, just like Los Angeles. If you're having success, there are more opportunities to get NIL, NIL chances and money off the field than there are at other places across the country. You may not be getting it through a collective where you have all these, these you know fans and former fans putting in money, but being able to partner with massive brands that are national yeah. That's Not fair. just local to Athens or local to Tuscaloosa or local to, you know, Auburn or Baton Rouge, but talking about massive brands, you'll get that at Los Angeles. You'll get that at Miami. So it's just, yeah, I think if if, 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 if Miami could have two years of having success and a really good quarterback who you could, could get some massive national brand deals, similar to what Caleb Williams is doing at Los Angeles, all of a sudden you're talking about like, man, it's pretty sexy to be at Miami. Okay, so so all they have to do is get like a top five coach in college football, a back to back Heisman winning trophy quarterback caliber. Maybe they, yeah. so all they have to do is get like a top five coach and a and and like you said the other day, maybe the best quarterback recruit you've seen in thirty years. That's not that hard. Shit, they do that, the you will be 
back certified. And the uh, Mario should have brought damn Bo Nix with him from Oregon. And the and the comedic construction banging that we somehow avoided for the main recording of the show. That's excellent. I mean, that's great luck on us. That's yeah. turned. Yeah. We'll take that as our cue to uh, go ahead and go on this vacation edition of snaps um i hope you're all having uh a wonderful day wonderful time oh also miami nobody cares about football anymore it's about football okay all they care about is inner miami Lionel messi changing the game the, the canes are done krista fraud's done the quicker you accept that the, the they're relevant okay florida state clemson those are the only acc teams that matter um i hope you all have a great day We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Snaps. As always, remember, uh, rate, review the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, youtube.com slash at volume snaps. Um, I'm going to go enjoy a kidless day and night. I am leaving the three children here with my parents. Lucky you. And, uh, yeah, me and the wife are going to go to some winery and go ride bikes and get drunk. Very excited. Very, very excited. Aaron, you have a great day, man. Enjoy the uh, beach. See you all tomorrow. Thank you to Ryan Brumley, Adam Gracia, Paul Farrington, Danny Carden as the volume, and Papa Colin as always. And thank you, biggest of all, to anybody listening and hanging out. We'll see you tomorrow for some more stuff. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.